Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 28th of April. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors. And we had a good night from the U.S. markets. Dow Jones closing up 524 points, or 1.57%, 33,826, close to its high, which was 558 up. Its low was 73 points up. So a pretty good day on the U.S. markets last night. NASDAQ uh, closed up 288 points, 2.43%, 12,100 and 42, and the S&P 500 was up 79 points in the middle for Diddle, up 1.96%, 41.35. And we did see, as you would expect with all this market optimism, we saw the VIX volatility index down 9.6% to 17.03. SPY futures showing a gain of 55 points. But it was all about earnings last night in the US, and we did see some big rises for the likes of Meta, which had a stonking day up nearly 14%. The rest of the tech stocks also doing very well on the back of the tech results that we have seen coming through. They're certainly a lot better than the market had anticipated. So that was the reason why the Nasdaq was so strong last night. Looking at European markets, which of course didn't have the Nasdaq stocks powering things ahead. The stock 600 was up 0.2, FTSE down 0.3, Germany unchanged, France up 0.2 and Spain up 0.3. So nothing shaking but the trees there for the European markets, but it was certainly all about those tech stocks uh, in the US. Meta being the standout. Quarterly revenue topped expectations and it also issued an upbeat forecast. Uh, Amazon also doing well and uh, of course we saw Alphabet and Apple also doing well. Uh, The Dow and the S&P are now slightly this is probably says it all, above the flat lines for the week. The NASDAQ has gained 0.6% of a percent over the week, but it has lagged on a month-to-date basis, shedding 0.7, while the Dow and the S&P rose 1.7 and 0.6 respectively. All right, well, let's look at some of these US stocks. Uh, we had Apple up 2.8%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, the Zuck, He is back, 13.9% higher. Google up 3.7%. Microsoft up 3.2%. Amazon up 4.6%. Tesla up 4.2%. Netflix up 1.5%. Luckily, we've got similar stocks in Australia. Uh, JP Morgan up 1.4%. Citigroup up 0.4%. Goldman up 1.5%. Bank of America up 1.6%. Wells Fargo up 0.5%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was pretty much unchanged. Whilst over in Europe... Deutsche Bank was up 2.5%. Barclays had a good result and a good beat there. They were up over 5%. And UBS used to be smart, down 0.1% of a percent there. So uh, very much uh, all about the tech stocks in the US. There was some news out from uh, the US economy last night, which was completely ignored. 
Uh, but the U.S. economy grew 1.1% in the first quarter, which was uh, way below where the economists had forecast of around 2%. We also saw stronger than expected inflation uh, numbers, prices increasing 4% compared with the consensus estimate of 3.7%. And we also saw some better than expected jobs numbers. So uh, some confusion there. But that was all cast aside as we have that NASDAQ rally. Interestingly, Amazon are out down 3.5% after hours at the moment. Dow futures down 26 points after hours. And NASDAQ futures are just coming up at the moment. They are showing down 32 points. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of caution creeping in there on the back of that fall in Amazon. Uh, the yield on U.S. 10-year notes rose at seven basis points to 3.52%. We also saw results out yesterday or last night from Intel, which reported first quarter results showed a staggering 133% annual reduction in earnings per share. But that wasn't as bad as some had been going for. So. It really was all about tech stocks in the U.S. and that big rally. Looking at commodities, well, oil did rally a little bit, up 0.6 of a percent. In Brent crude, 46 cents to 78.28. We had the WTI price up 49 cents, or 0.66 percent to 74.72. Gold price eased the dollar 60. Uh, the platinum price was down around 0.9 of a percent. Looking at commodities, nothing really very exciting in the commodity side of things. Copper was up 0.25, nickel up 2%, aluminium down 0.7, zinc down 0.4, lead down 0.3, and tin up 0.4. Iron ore uh, was down a smidge, and uh, lithium unchanged, which makes a change. BHP overseas was up 1.2%, Rio up 1.2% as well. Uh, they were a little bit stronger yesterday. We did see a little bit of stability creeping into the iron ore price in Asia. Freeport McMoran up 0.5%, Alcoa up 2.3%, Tech was down 4%, Anglo unchanged, Glencore down 1.7%, Vale in uh, the US was up 3.2%, and Arbomile doing okay, up 2.6% in US. CBA on trade overseas, not that it trades a lot overseas, was up 0.9 of a percent. In local news today, Telstra has appointed a new executive for people, culture and communication, Catherine van der Meer, as the new group executive there. Silver Lake has seen FY23 sales at the bottom end of guidance. It produced 63,153 ounces of gold and 340 tons of copper in the March quarter with sales of 62.852 ounces of gold and 262 tons of copper. Um, company expects FY23 group sales to be at the bottom end of the guidance range of 260 to 275,000 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost of 1950 to 2050 per ounce. We had some numbers out uh, overnight from ResMed. Their quarterly revenue jumped 29%. 1.1 billion and income from operations increased 28%. That was the good news. The gross margins, though, contracted by 150 basis points to 55.3, and operating cash flow was 282.6 million US. If you think you've got it tough here with interest rates, spare a thought for Argentinians as the Argentinian central bank raised its benchmark interest rates by, wait for it, a thousand basis points. 
They are now at a record high of 91%. They said in an emailed statement. I'm not surprised it was emailed. They weren't going to do that in person. Bit of a shocker. And in other local news today, we have Reliance Worldwide Corp upgraded to neutral from a cell at City. And uh, Imugene numbers out from them. Uh, they've got the Q3 cash numbers out. Uh, nothing very exciting there. Uh, but of course, it is the last day for quarterlies to drop today. So we're going to get plenty of those uh, today. Uh, Metal X reported uh, Q3 tin produced 1,981 versus a quarter ago 1,925. Volpara Q4 net cash out as well. Uh, and we have um, a slew of smaller companies coming out this morning, of course, with those quarterly reports. Not that they are a major interest, of course, to um, many in the market. Just to keep you in touch with some events happening in Marcus today, uh, the long-awaited, much-anticipated uh, Members' Night, which we are having in Melbourne, having had a very successful Sydney uh, event uh, a month or two ago uh, is on May the 18th. That's the Thursday night, so keep an eye out for further details on that coming through in your inbox. Your chance to get together with some of your fellow members of Marcus Today and also a chance to meet some of the Marcus Today team. Of course, Marcus will be there, and even I am flying down to Melbourne for the event so it should be a lot of fun so uh, try and get along to that if you are in melbourne we'll be in uh, south yarra but as i say more details to follow and interestingly as well i released the on the couch podcast with peter gray the co-founder of zip and uh, that's certainly starting to gather a few uh, downloads so if you're interested in zip and the refresh program as they call it uh, to turn the company around uh, then give that uh, podcast a listen. It's quite interesting. Certainly interesting in terms of how Zip actually started out. Not a story that I knew. The uh, Afterpay story, pretty well known uh, with Nick Molnar, etc. Uh, pretty well known there in terms of how that one started out. But Zip, I think with Larry Diamond and um, Peter Gray, less well known but equally as interesting. So... Uh, give that podcast a bit of a listen. Well, that's it from me. Not a huge amount to get excited about today. Uh, we obviously have that big US rally in the tech stocks, so that will feed through into our market. 56 points up on the ASX 200 SPY futures, so that is going to help our market big time. Uh, but uh, it is the last day of the month as well, so that is interesting. And, of course, next week we do have the RBA and we do have the banks kicking off in terms of those results coming through. So that is going to be equally interesting, of course, for our market, seeing as they dominate our market, much like the US tech sector does. But as I say, we have had uh, Amazon numbers coming out, Q1 revenue, 21.4 billion uh, versus 21.2 billion. Uh, that's from the AWS business which is the web services business the stock is down just over three percent in after hours trade well that's it from me thanks very much for listening have a great day question of the day today do you expect the bank results we've got uh, three of the big four commonwealth with an update as well and macquarie coming out on the 5th of may are you expecting the bank results to be good and are you expecting the commentary to be somewhat cautious 
going into the rest of the year. Well, that's it from me. As I say, thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. May the trading gods be with you. And we'll be back again this afternoon with the end of day report. <laughs>